Hey. How are you? I'm good. Um, I have a discussion if you want one. Oh, let's go straight Not in. not necessarily vegan related, but sure. Go for it. Actually, it's not vegan related. Ha! Have you seen the social media posts about um, composting your dead body? I did see one. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's uh, it's a new thing that they reckon is uh, a massive reduction on your carbon footprint after you die. Yes, apparently so. I'm up for that. Mm -hmm. I think Yeah. it's a good idea. Yeah, I'm all over that. I'd always my uh, I've always kind of thought along the lines of cremation anyway, so Hmm. I'm not one for having a, a grave for people to go and visit. Uh, so that's a far less carbon resource activity, Yeah, I think. because on the post, I just I just watched it again there, that even cremation puts about, I think it was 400 kilograms. I don't know what the That's next, a lot. I don't know what the unit of measurement is now. 400 something or other of carbon into the atmosphere on the burning process. Because I was, I was, that's where I was headed. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm being composted myself. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, yeah. Why not? I reckon it's, it takes about two months or something. Is that all? Yeah, because of what they put into it. Oh. So, So they, no, they don't just bury you in the ground. no, no, you, you put into a, a chamber. I think it's a, a good idea. Mm. Another, another little thing we can do. Um, activism when we're dead. Yeah, that's it. Activism when we're dead. And then um, when they when they give you the little bit of soil at the end, you can just use it to spell out in flowers, I'm vegan. Yes. Yeah. Just so everybody knows, even beyond the grave. Yeah. Well, I was vegan. Awesome. I was vegan. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, we're recording this just after we've released uh, our... episode where we spoke to richard aka school night vegan yeah we've had lots and lots of excellent feedback and um some awesome comments from as you'd expect uh david cardiff hey mm -hmm. uh, that was a blast from start to finish really great guest hilarious And uh, also our super fan, Martin, which I probably should have got up on my screen before <laughs> I mentioned him. There we go. Uh, hilarious pod. It's always going to be good after the custard talk. Can't argue with that. And a comment from L, a.k.a. Very good, very nice. Mm. Uh, the wavy things at car dealerships are called tube men. Tube men. There you go. Yes. So I did, I, uh, you would not believe how hard it is to Google something without knowing what it's called. <laughs> I, so, I actually, I, I, have, I have been in that position. <laughs> and, and I think I found it by putting in uh, wavy things at car dealerships. 
Wow. And uh, it came up as either tube men or as a more gender neutral term, sky dancers. Sky dancer. That's nice. Which I like. Uh, I like sky dancer. That's a good one. But um, anyway, there we go. And um, yeah, many thanks to Richard for coming on. Yeah, he was, he was, he was fun. It was good fun from the first 10 seconds. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That was it. That was a great one. So happy days. Yeah. So today we have a very different guest. Uh, we have a, someone who is very much an ancient vegan. Okay. Who, who's been vegan for 34 years. Wow. Which I, which I think takes the crown in terms of our guests. I think so. Who have been ancient vegans. I don't think we've got anyone longer than 34 years. So uh she'll be joining us and we will have a very good discussion about the animal rights organizations that she works with cool. and uh, the uh, the activism that she does so that's going to be very exciting wow i do like ancient vegan i think it's <laughs> the date that they were able to do it back then oh yeah that's and i don't think that that sense of awe will ever go away knowing what it's like now <laughs> no exactly the the just the i guess having the same thing to eat every day and not being able to eat out properly yeah. you know that that's just an incredible achievement but we'll find out more yes when we speak to vida very soon cool. if you want to get into then you can have Find us on our social medias. We're on all of them, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter a little bit, but not too much, um, TikTok and YouTube. Then you can message us on any of those platforms. And if you want to come on, what would you do? Oh, well, it all very de much depends. Are you on email, Wes? Uh, I am, yeah. Yes, you simply have to be these days. Uh, if you're on email and you want to come and join us on the pod, then just send us a message to howiveganpodcast at gmail.com Fantastic and otherwise like us share our content share our pod yes. rate us, review us it's all that good stuff but only review if you're going to give us five stars if Absolutely. it's less than that then don't bother don't bother because that's really just, just yeah write it, write it in a notebook or something like mm. that that's fine and not that it's that time and we don't really know anything, but if you want to um, nominate us for best vegan podcast, then crack on. <laughs> you never know, do you? Oh, God. What a laugh. Best vegan podcast presented by two middle-aged bearded men that have no well, clue what they're doing. Ah, so, right, okay. Apart from that bit, you'd be amazed how many vegan podcasts there are hosted by two white middle-aged men with beards <laughs> yeah i think it's probably about 90 percent. probably yeah yeah even though two-thirds of vegans are female um something like 90 percent of vegan podcasts are hosted by men yeah which is a ridiculous statistic but that bods baldness beards and tattoos you know? Yeah. Dad pods or dad bods? <laughs> Both, probably.
Hi. Hello. Hey, Vida. I didn't know we were going to be on. I thought it was a podcast. It absolutely is a podcast. Uh, we only use the audio, but we generally we found that it's easier if we can see each other when we're chatting. Sure. That's all. I'll, I'll take my robe off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just stop at the robe, though. Nothing else. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's Hold not on. that sort of podcast. <laughs> I forget your names. Tell me again. Wes. Matthew. Oh, there they are. They're great. Yeah. And I sent a note that it's Vita rhymes with vegan. Because yes. I got so tired of people calling me Veda. So I finally, now when I introduce oh. myself, I say, Veda rhymes with vegan. Is Veda the name of the girl in My Girl? The film? I don't know. I was thinking of Darth. <laughs> it's, it, the Vedas are like Hindu religious stuff. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And... How did yeah, that come about then? My friend, my friends tell me it's actually an Iranian name <clears throat> that means Vita. Okay. So, wow. and I'm certainly not Persian. <laughs> I know, yeah. but I, I'm an animal rights vegan activist with an Iranian name. So I'm sure I'm oh, on yeah. some lists here and there. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever ask your parents where that came from? Where they chose? They found that name? it in a book. Oh, really? Yeah, they just found it in a book. And they named my poor brother Herbert. Oh, wow. Herbie, Herb, Herb, you know, there's no saving. (laughs) You know, and it's funny because my mother's name is Hazel and my father's name is Odie. So you would have think they would have had the decency to not put their children through that. (laughs) It was horrible growing up, you know, as a child. But I'm glad now because people remember me because it's an unusual name. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. What what part of England are you in? So I'm up in um, northern part of England near Manchester. Okay. I've seen I mean, maps. I'm in, yeah, I'm in the I'm in the Midlands in Northamptonshire. Yeah. It's the, the I'm in the bit that people drive past uh, <laughs> on their way on their way to somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, in the United States they call them the flyover states. Oh in yes, the, yes. the country. Yeah, they call yes. them that. Yeah. No, I'm in I beautiful remember. Pacific Northwest. It's just yeah, so you're I, on an island, aren't you? Off Seattle, is that right? Well, yeah, it, you drive across a slough and a bridge to get here. So technically it's not an island, but everybody's called it an island forever. But, you know, sure. yeah, no, it's just glorious. I mean, bright blue skies and puffy white clouds and it, it rains. So everything is so green. I mean, oh, it's yeah. just lush. I wish I could show you, but anyway. <laughs> Thanks so much for this opportunity, really. Um, you know, I, well, I don't no, it's know. It's pleasure. You, you just want to ask me questions because I can talk forever. So <laughs> that's why you, you're here. <laughs> what we want. That's why. We, that's what we want. Yeah, we want people to talk. Otherwise, it's just me and him chatting to each other. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Sorry. Well, <clears> so let me. Yeah. Uh, let me do a little intro then. Okay. First of all, <clears throat> I'm ready now. Awesome. So our guest has been an animal rights and vegan activist since January 1989. She's been a volunteer uh, and a board member of several animal rights organisations and has been on the board of United Poultry Concerns since 2013. Definitely going to ask about that in a minute. And she's also worked for allcreatures.org since 2008. And... uh, 
also in 1992 created the first version of what to eat when you don't eat animals which is uh oh which you're <laughs> holding up there which is a a document which you can download for free and it's basically a how-to vegan guide if you like uh it's a huge amount of resource on it it's absolutely enormous so uh, check that out. Our guest today is Vida. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm very proud of this work. Fantastic. So we've we worked out uh, in the introduction that you are our, um, please don't take this the way, you're our most ancient vegan. We mean that with, <laughs> we mean that with great respect. I because right. we've had some, um, we've, we've, uh, one of our early guests is a 30 year vegan. He just celebrated his 30th year and up until today um, he held the crown for longest wow. longest vegan that we've had on so yeah. um tell us um we'll, we'll come on to how your vegan story began in a minute but tell us about the united about united poultry concerns what's the what's the story there uh karen davis founded united poultry concerns in the early 90s and she she knows more about chickens, I assert, than any living human being. Oh, wow. she, can, she can tell you the impact on the chicken's liver of having to stand on a wire cage. She wow. is the go-to source for anything. And it's about protecting what we call poultry. And um, they are, before, besides sea animals, Chickens are the most abused animal in the world. Mm -hmm. Hundreds of thousands an hour, you know, everywhere. They're just brutalized. And she's the expert. And besides her depth and just deep knowledge about everything bird and chicken, she's an amazing animal rights activist. I mean, she writes beautiful essays about the power of leafleting that are really useful to new people who think it's something else. Mm. Um, she has a great art article called Don't Apologize for Animals. And I've been an activist for years when I read it. And I, I was embarrassed when I read it because I realized I do that. You know, I, mm -hmm. I just, well, I really love animals. That's why I'm vegan, you know, like apologizing for them. And um, it's just a brilliant piece. Don't apologize for the animals. <clears throat> and it's just a privilege to be on her board. I mean, she sent me an email and said, would I be interested? And it was like, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I mean, to, to be able to be a friend and a confidant to someone who's that powerful and that well-known is just really a privilege that I get to be her friend. And to be able to contribute to her in however, you know, whatever way I can, it's just an honor. And United Poultry Concerns, UPC-Online, just absolutely get on her newsletter. <clears throat> she does amazing alerts um, and is just a profoundly amazing activist, one of my favorite humans. So I've been really privileged to be on that board. I was also on the board for Orange County People for Animals in Southern California. And that was one of, you know, back in the, you know, 80s, or, you know, late 80s and early 90s. And um, I've just been really privileged. That, and I, you know, my job for all creatures, can I talk about that? 
Hmm? Absolutely, yeah. 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 Um, that would that would have been my next question if you didn't talk oh, about oh, it. Okay, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I worked for uh, animalsvoice.com that started the Animals Voice magazine, and uh, which, by the way, all the back issues are now online, animalsvoice.com. And, and I worked for them for years. And when their funding stopped, I was looking for a job. And someone recommended I call Frank Hoffman at All Creatures. And I'm a lifelong atheist. And I thought, well, I don't know how this is going to work because <laughs> mm -hmm. it's a Christ Christian-based animal rights vegan website. And we talked mm -hmm. for quite a while. And he said he had heard of me and respected my activism. And I told him, I said, you need to know, I'm not only not religious, I don't understand it. I, I'm never going to pretend to be. So I don't know if that's, you know, good or bad for what you're looking for. And he said, I need an activist more than I need a Christian. So, oh, nice. yeah, really great. And he designed, he went to web school in like 96 or 97 <clears throat> because as a pastor, he was, he had discovered animal rights and veganism and it was just just so disappointed and horrified at the lack of churches, you know, stepping up for animals. So he looked to see how to reach more people. And so he went to web school. And so the site is, you know, we've, we've tried to update it a little, but a lot of it looks like 1996, 97, <laughs> you know, and we're working on it. You know, it's just, we have at least 150,000 pages. It's a great archival site covering all kinds of activism. Um, I have complete freedom to post whatever I want. I can post anything I want. And that's a gift. You know, there's mm -hmm. no restrictions. There's no boundaries at all. And it it covered, we have a whole, we have a great newsletter once a week. And if you look at it, there's probably 20 or 30 different items every week. And it just shows for me the variety of tactics and methodologies and the different kinds of humans and different perceptions of animals that pe there's so much going on for animals. There's just for animal rights. Um, our focus is animal liberation and veganism and not plant-based. Yeah. I'm, I'm an animal rights vegan. And I, you know, one of the things I'm so thankful to Frank and all creatures is that his biblical work, his work for, you know, getting more people of faith is that it is about, do you care about how God's creatures are treated? He said, that's what you ask people. You know, if you believe in God and they say, yes, you say, is this how you think he, he wants his creatures treated? And it's been a very um, good opening for conversations you know, to, and to, to, to just not argue with people, you know, the, he said, never get into dueling Bible verses, <laughs> you know? So, and the, the thing I want to say about the religious side is in the last, I would say five or eight years, there's just been this explosion of religion and spiritual veganism. There are more organizations now than I ever thought would be happening. And, if you want someone who's a Buddhist or a Christian or a Jew or a Jane to be vegan, they're going to listen to those people who have that same foundational religious base. Then they're going to listen to me. So we need people of religions 
to be, you know, working on animal issues and to be out there. And we need to support them. Mm. And it's, I don't know what it is about so many animal rights vegan activists, but they're just like, they're just nasty about religion. <laughs> I mean, they're just mean. You know, it's like, oh, you're so stupid. And are you still believing? These are animal rights vegan activists who you're attacking a lot of the time. You know, so work for the animals. If you want to have religious arguments with people, do that. But don't be bashing religious vegan animal rights activists. I mean, it, it's just, it's a shame, you know. Yeah. It, but they aren't mean. <laughs> and, uh, but I try to have a little statement and say, please don't do this because a lot of these people are, you know, very powerful and difference making vegan animal rights activists. So let them believe what they believe. You know, so that's it. And what else do I want to say? All creatures. It's just, it's just the archive is amazing. I mean, mm. there's probably a thousand articles just on like the meat and dairy industry. And the reason it's such a good place to go is you can see looking at over the years, the changes in the movement based on the kind of articles that, that were posted over time. Mm. And, um, one of the great uh, changes I've seen is somewhere the a lot of the major big money organizations decided to, instead of promoting even vegetarian, much less vegan, they went with this happy meat. They went with, you know, the let, let's promote um, better, bigger cages. Let's oh. and, and and that whole conversation, you know, the humane myth, as it's called, and um, I I can't remember the quote, but it's like there's no humane way to kill somebody who wants to live. No, nope. and can't be the, done. I I just see, and I'm just really sad about plant based, plant based. You know, I think that's fine if it's like Food Network, <laughs> but mm. it it has become so much about food that the animals are getting lost. Animal yeah. rights yes. is getting lost. Yeah, yeah. So, so I can talk forever. What what else would you like to know? <laughs> no, I think that's a really good point because people are, there's a, so much focus on, look at this new product that's just come out. Look at this thing that this meat company have brought out that's mm -hmm. a plant-based alternative. And yeah, the the actual animal uh, oh, I forgot the word. Animal freedom is the is is you're very rightly overlooked, um, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess it's a happy finding a happy balance of convincing people that plant based food is good. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think a lot of people know about the abuse that goes on in slaughterhouses and stuff, don't they? But they still choose to eat it. <laughs> yeah, this is the I, problem I, I that we argue, have, isn't it? Yeah, I I would argue that they don't know. I mean, I've been doing this pretty much full time for over thirty years, and I think probably three times a week I hear of some new way to hurt an animal that I never heard of. Oh, really? Okay. The depth and breadth of it is just. Mm. I I decided it's like the stars. It's finite, but it's finite like the stars, the ways to abuse animals. It's just, yeah. I mean, it's just horrific. Factory farming, for instance, it is a rape business. 
Mm. That's it's yeah. also about rape. It's about bestiality, and it's about you know there's nothing you know these animals. I think one of the things about eating animals that I I don't know how to prove it or do scientific studies, but apart from the negative physical things that we're eating that poor animals suffer we've been eating rage for generations now these animals are upset every mm. minute of their lives or if they're you know patted on the head and taken care of when their throats slit they're upset <laughs> and we I, and it's like i look at the state of the world and it's like everybody's upset mm. and we've been eating this rage because that's physical you know that it's not like it's in their flesh and in their eggs and then you know in the in the yes. milk and everything and it's just i don't know how to prove it but i i think you know and i my personal experience and so many people i've talked to is there's something that happens not not just physically when you go vegan but i i'm just more calm and i yeah. i don't know you know how to prove that you know i guess we mm -hmm. should do you know psychological tests on people before they're vegan and then after <laughs> which would be fascinating you know somebody should do that but it, it's just and what we're doing to the planet i mean it's just mm. absolutely horrific the um analogy i use is well it's not analogy but in the u.s we kill about a million animals an hour that's 300 a second and if you have a football field and in the first 10 yards you have a cow a goat a sheep and in the next 20 yards, you have turkey, turkey, turkey. And the next 70 yards, you have chicken, 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 chicken. Every three seconds, they're dead. Wow. And then ne next three seconds. And then Jeez. next three seconds. So the numbers are just beyond my brain. Mm. You know, it's hard for us to comprehend. But also, is, yeah. before they died, they were all peeing and shitting. And it all goes yes. into the air, the land, and the water yeah that's a lot yes. of stuff you know and yes. uh, it's horrible uh the earth day i you know gave up on earth day 15 years ago you know any yeah. any earth day celebration you could buy hot dogs <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know and it's just you know there's just I don't know. so much yes i don't know the origins of earth day but it just seems like you know a bit like um valentine's day it's just something that's been taken over by the card industry to make you buy cards and feel guilty yeah. about not yeah. buying a card yeah i feel like earth day is just something that companies have created to make it look like they're doing something but really right. it's just so that they don't have to do anything too drastic yeah so they can say started... yeah look look at us we're doing earth day but yeah. really yeah. what does it actually mean yeah it started in the early 70s and i'm an old hippie so it was like about you know... <laughs> freedom and nature and you know and it went that way yeah. and, and um it, it, it i think one of the things too is we have to remember that the people who are profiting from people eating animals they don't want healthy people no, no. and you don't need big pharma no you know <clears throat> and and so it's all entangled it's mm. all entangled, and you know everything's connected. And yeah. there's much so like the oil and gas companies as well. 
Well, yeah. There's no incentive for them to. No, to but stop. The, the, the amount of oil and gas that's used in big ag is just horrendous. I mean, mm. it's, it's besides water, you know, the oil and gas, but it's, there's so much that's, that's about money. And, you know, I, I don't know how to counter it, you know? So that leads me. Can I talk about my guide? Please do. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> I've been vegan for about three years. And I actually saw a picture. A friend of mine showed me a picture of a, of a lab monkey. Sounds and good. I said, who do I call? We have to stop this. <laughs> and I went to a Last Chance for Animals meeting that night. That's in Southern California. And in realizing that what I, I was looking for something, I was in a seminar, a landmark seminar called um, Accomplishment. And we were given homework one week. Would we be willing to take on something we couldn't complete in our lifetime? To just take a look and see. And it's not a question people normally ask themselves, you know. And about half of us came back and said, no, I, I want to just be a great human and make a difference. But there's no big thing. And half of us, like me, said, yeah, I'm looking for something. I was very happy, very satisfied. I had my own business. and um, So I started looking. And it was 88. So it was pre-internet. So I don't even know where I, I don't remember where I looked. <laughs> you know, I can't remember those days at all. But I learned more about uh, male and female spousal abuse, child abuse, rainforest clear cutting, extinction. And I, so I was looking for something and my a friend of mine showed me this picture. So I went to a meeting that night and I realized I found it. I want animal liberation. That's that's what I'm going to work on for the rest of my life. And it wasn't long because at that time in Southern California, it was mostly anti-vivisection and don't wear fur. Yeah. And by the way, don't eat them. <laughs> Just kind yeah. of, by the way, don't, oh, okay. And um, I found a little wounded pigeon and he couldn't, he, she couldn't fly away. She had to live in the house, but she would wake up in the morning and stretch her wings and her legs. And I thought of battery hands. Like, oh, well, I can't eat eggs anymore. That was easy. And then it was quick leap to, to dairy products. But after three years, I just went vegan for the animals. It was never a problem. It was, well, I'm not going to eat, you know, I guess I'll eat Triscuits. <laughs> you know, I'll eat crackers and water. I didn't care. And I wish yeah. I could give that to people because it's so easy. It isn't like I'm ever, well, aren't you just tempted now? No, <laughs> not tempted now and then. No. And so I, I don't know how to give that to people. But after three years, of being vegan, I realized people weren't asking me, well, what do you eat? Because they were stupid. They really didn't know. It's so alien. In 88, it was even more alien than it is now. And so I started writing down. I asked all my friends all the time, every time I saw them, it'd be like, oh, here comes Vita. She's going to want to know what we ate for breakfast. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I started keeping lists of everything. And so I designed the very first What to Eat When You Don't Eat Animals in 92. And I printed it up in little booklets and I gave them away. And every few years I would update it, mostly um, because I found better ways to say things. Um, and, uh, you know, there were a few new products here and there. So every, every three or four or five years I would update it. And then um, about a year and a half ago, I... There was someone on Facebook 
named David Hoey, who has great vegan memes. They're just the best. So I started communicating with him and found out that he's an editor and a longtime activist. And he has a website. I think it's called 80s Pop Animals. And he he loves 80s music, most of which I have no idea. I'm an old uh-huh. roller. Um, but he was going to draw people in who love 80s music into animal rights and veganism. Mm. So between the two of us, we really put together the most recent guide. And it, we're really proud of it. It's a PDF. Um, it has um, so many hundreds of products that people need to know about. And, you know, my personal vegan journey, because I think it's important that everybody sees that we all came from different places mm. and got here in different ways. And um, it's just been very, very uh, powerful. I also have, um, I made little cards that have a QR code. Oh, nice. So it goes right to the landing page. And on the landing page, it says link here for the most recent PDF. So, yeah. So every three months I I update it. That's cool. Wow. And on the um, vegan podcast page, you will even find our little pod, which is quite incredible. (laughs) I'll look. (laughs) we're, we're uh, We're very grateful to be included. That's um that's really cool. Yeah. Um so then you mentioned about you went to um uh, you went to the group and you decided animal liberation was was the thing. That was the first step in your vegan journey. Yeah. Or were yeah, you already I, I, vegan? Yeah. No, no. I, I real I realized that you know when the more I learned about animals, how they were abused and tortured and everything that in order to really be committed to animal liberation, I had to be vegan. Mm. So it was like, oh, okay. That, that's when I said, it was like, well, I guess I'll eat Triscuits or something, <laughs> you know? And uh, I, I've never, it, and I hate to cook. I just, you know, three ingredients is the most I'm interested in. And I make two great vegan meals every day. So I'm living proof how easy it is. And I, I wanted people to know that because a lot of people, you know, you go on, on uh, I go on the website or on Facebook and it says, oh, vegan cheesecake, only 27 ingredients. No, not doing that, you know, and there's things like I couldn't even begin to make lasagna or fancy things. <laughs> you know, I just I yeah. just have no interest in cooking. I'm, I'm hungry. I want to eat in like 10 minutes, you know, at the most. So that's why I like all the products, you know, because they're fun, you know, they're fun and delicious. And um, I I think it's important for people to know that you don't need to, I eat anything that's not animals, pretty much, or has palm oil. Those are my rules. (laughs) And I I don't, you know, this whole eat eat seven fruits and vegetables every day. Who does that? Yeah. You know, all the re- recommendations are for all this, you know, and be sure you're getting, you know, I don't care how much potassium is in a walnut, you know, <laughs> and there are people who care. And so there's all kinds of resources in the guide about where to find out, you know, whatever you want to know more about environmental consequences. Um, the three sections in the back are uh, the impacts of eating animals on animals, the impacts of eating animals on human health and the impacts of eating animals on the environment. 
and we have great sources that are all linked. So you, if you like a quote and like, you know, you can go to the website and probably learn a lot more. Mm. And, it, and that's why it, having it printed all those years was fine back in the day, but now yes. it needs to be online. It's a PDF. Yes. Click, yeah. you know, and every three months I go through and I click every single link, check them out, you know, be sure they're still working. Um, I don't know why companies change their URL, but they do. Hmm. It's so annoying, <laughs> you know, but I want people, I want to make it easy because yeah. most people won't, won't have for whatever reason that in, in that epiphany where it's like, oh, okay, I'm not going to eat them. Now what? And I, I, I can't give that. <clears throat> I wish I could give that to people that moment. And uh, a lot of people experience it in different ways, but I think the important thing is, you know, the guide is definitely U.S., but they're online. So I'm sure some of these companies are, you know, all over the place. And um, I, I think it's just lots of ideas. David found, for instance, this listing of 300 kinds of fruit, <laughs> you know, so well, I mean, it's amazing. Oh, OK. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, you could eat a different fruit almost every day of the year. Wow. <laughs> So it's really it's like, like a it's a great resource. I'm sorry, what? That sounds like a challenge. The say it again. <laughs> it sounds like a challenge, Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's it's not hard to go, you know, redo all the links. Yeah. You know, it takes some time to do it, but yeah. I do want to make it easy. And I have great endorsements. It's you know, I'm really proud mm. of having been around so long and these great activists who I have such respect for wrote such nice things. It's like, wow, thanks. <laughs> you know, yeah. I really appreciate it. So, so in all these yeah. all these thirty four years, then is is what's been the biggest struggle that you found being vegan? Biggest, biggest problem? Yeah, biggest biggest struggle, biggest biggest problem you found. Um, it just really hasn't been. Um. I started my own typing word processing business in 81. So I've been working at home alone <laughs> since 1981. Right. So, you know, the part, you know, when I, if I had a part-time job here and there, I would take my own lunch and, you know, people yeah. would ask questions, but it, it's never, I, I'm just not somebody who's real concerned with what other people think of me. Right. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it's, for the animals, it's just, it's like Karen always says, you know, it is about the animals. That's, mm -hmm. that's why I'm doing everything I'm doing. And my house is full of animals. I have about 20 little animals this size and then a bunch of this size and then bigger <laughs> ones. I mean, everyone's pictures of, they're just pictures and little knickknacky things. And I mean, I just, I just love animals so much, you know, I, I just, I'm like, you know, some people are that way about babies, you know, and some people are yeah. that way about flowers <laughs> or, you know, birds, but I just, I love all of them so much. And I just, oh, I cannot believe the things we do to them. Yeah. It's oh, just, yeah. It's just, it's, it's beyond atrocious, you know? So yeah. if I can make it easy for people to stop paying money for people to torture animals, that's what I want to do. Yes, that, that's what I'm committed to. If that that's if that, that helps ending some of the torture, then I've got my job mm. done. <laughs>
Mm. That's it. It's a that's a great aim because it's not just you rejecting that um animal abuse, but helping others to stop it as well. That's uh yeah. That's a that's a great calling to follow. Yeah. And I think there are so many animal lovers. Mm. Yeah. Yes. They it's think they're just animals. incredible, isn't it? Yeah. It's just amazing. And it it's difficult to not sound for me, not sound righteous or superior, but you know better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why, you know, why do you know they hurt them? If you you have no idea how much, trust me. <laughs> but mm. people know they're hurt somehow. They at least they know they're dead. <laughs> yeah. You know. And um uh, you know, it's just heels dug in. Um, Will Tuttle, who wrote the World Peace Diet, he has this great line of um, that we're raised to just follow orders. Mm -hmm. And that's how we're raised. We're raised to eat and ignore them and um, squelch down any of uh, feelings and opinions we have, which we all have as children, mm -hmm. you know, and um, we're just following orders. So it's like that. It's it's like there's so many different conversations to have that for somebody who's interested in social justice, I think you're just following orders. There's that avenue. And then there's racism, sexism, speciesism. Who are you better than and that you can do whatever you want to? Mm -hmm. uh, then there's, you know, the health conversations. Um, I do think health-wise, I think it's more important what you don't eat than what you do. Yeah. And when you go vegan, what you've stopped eating besides all the flesh and all the hormones and all the drugs and all the rage, mm -hmm. it's you're not putting you're not poisoning yourself. Yeah. And people get a lot, so many people get healthier. And it, there's this story, and it may be true, <laughs> that it's because of what you start eating. I think it's because you stopped eating bad stuff. That's, you know, That's and yeah. I'm not a scientist and a biologist, but I, I just know that just, I don't even know how many drugs are in animals. There's so much, like two-thirds of antibiotics in the country are sold to animals. So now people, there's no antibiotics that work for people anymore. I mean, the whole thing is just mm. the cyclical, you know, violence, violence creates violence, creates violence, and there's just so much freedom and there's so much food. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yes. You know, I, yes. And it's so much fun to talk to other vegans, you know, it's like, <laughs> wow, I just found this great new humma humma, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. We found it. What One thing we've found recently is that the sort of realization that once you, once you realize that you can question your diet and your lifestyle, to the extent that you completely cut out the thing that has been pushed on you basically your whole life. Mm -hmm. If you can question that and come up with a different answer, then what else can you change? Yeah. Everything, your whole worldview can right. change once yeah. you open that door yeah. and start looking into things in a, in a different way. It's like mm -hmm. the curtains open off you go, isn't it? Yeah. And remember Incredible. the, um, there's a pit, there's a drawing of a very bushy tree and there's a squirrel in it and you look at it and you can't see the squirrel 
and you just look and look and look and these things are on Facebook a lot. You look and you'll finally you see it. You can never not see it again. Yes. And so for me, that's I think that's our job. Have yes. people see the squirrel. Because Oh, I like that. You can't unsee it. You know, no. you just can't unsee it. And um it's just if you're a feminist, dairy is just ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. And chickens and you know, all these poor animals, you know. And mm -hmm. so it's um the uh environmentalist carnivore. <laughs> you know, and um yeah. yeah, it's just they're they're just at the heart. Animals are at the heart of so much. Yeah. Our mm. nature, our food, our entertainment, and it's it's just, you know, and the people who would never wear fur but you know, love a good steak, you know. And yes. it's get them to see the squirrel. <laughs> yes. You know, and never can you not see it again. That's what I like, you know. There's nothing better than a hunk of prime Labrador steak, wonderfully marbled. And that is almost entirely dependent on how it's produced. Elwood's organic dog meat has complete control of this entire journey. So I'm here at Elwood's farm to find out a little more about it. Welcome to Elwood Farms. Thank you very much, Elwood. I hear you do a bit of barbecuing. I do, a little bit of barbecuing every now and then, yes. From a chef's point of view, consistency is key for everything. It doesn't matter if it's a Rottweiler ribeye, a Pyrenees mince, or a lab sirloin. You can always tell when the dog comes from a place where it was well reared. And every step has to be right, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, you should see these guys! So, from an Elwood's point of view, there's complete traceability. Absolutely. Unrivaled traceability, so it's fine. Every single piece of dog meat? Yeah, from pub to farmer's market. Everything the dog's been fed? Everything about it. For each dog? Yeah. Only Marks and Spencer's and Whole Foods do this. Where else can people order from? From ElwoodDogMeat.com. That's E-L-W-O-O-D. For top quality meat from dogs for people. Meat that's local, sustainable, and humanely harvested. There's only Elwood's organic dog meat. <laughs> they seem pretty friendly, don't they? They're more responsive to me than my kids, to be honest. Thanks for coming back, Peter. We do appreciate it. Sure. Um, so you just asked about how long we've been vegan. Uh -huh. uh, I story. think. Go on, go on. Where's you start? Um, I've been vegan five years, just after my fortieth birthday. Um, having been a full-on carnivore before that, a carnist, whatever, um, and I will never ever go back. Yeah. Yes, I um. I heard that Wes had gone vegan uh, as a result of watching Cowspiracy. Yeah. And I was so amazed that I thought, well, I've got to watch Cowspiracy, haven't I, to find out what on earth has made <laughs> this meat, full-on meat eater go <laughs> vegan overnight. So yeah. I watched it and I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, ah. yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> so that was it, five five years. Actually, five years next week, uh, the first week of May it was. I can't remember the exact date, but I do remember it was uh -huh. the first week of May. So yeah, five years next week. 
Yeah, the bigger they are, the harder cake. they fall. Isn't that that expression? The bigger they are, the harder they fall. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. He is six foot three, so that does explain it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I just found out yesterday. I didn't know this. I, I, I. It's like I spend so much time. I'm on hundreds of email lists. I mean, that's why the newsletter is so diverse. You know, it's like mm. it's information. But I just posted in our book directory um, the book Cowspiracy. And look, what the health? Oh, they've they been around forever, and I'm going. How did I not know about these? You know, yeah, yeah. no, they're great. Have you uh, managed to get through Earthlings yet? I haven't. I haven't gone to Earthlings. I I can't bring myself to do it. It's it's, it's hard. I know. I've so many people have said. Yeah, it was really hard to watch, and I just think. I'm already on site. Right. I don't need more. I don't need more converting because yeah. I'm already converted. So I just don't think I could put myself through it. I know that's probably not the right thing to say, but it just feels like it would just make me really upset and angry. It's a, it's a great thing to say. And I think that's another thing about activism that um, you need to find your niche and you need to see what works for you. And what two of the things are, are, I know somebody, for instance, who saw a video, turned her life around instantly. And all she wanted to do was work on videos because that's what worked for her. Mm, yes. Okay. And it's like you get in a rut, you know, and you don't even consider other alternatives because this is what worked for you. You know, mm -hmm. and that's, I mean, I saw one picture. Right. I said, yes. Call. <laughs> you know, this is horrible. And um, but but I didn't go down the road of oh, you just have to show pictures. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's really important. There's so much to do. There's just mm. anything you do, literally anything you do to educate anybody in any way. My car's full of bumper stickers, which is very <laughs> you know gauche and out of out of fashion in the U.S. <laughs> you know, but. Yeah. I tell you, I get thumbs up. People, some people flip me the bird. I get a lot, <laughs> you know. I get a lot of little hearts. I get horn. Oh. You know, people honk their horn, and I don't know if they're happy or not. You know, <laughs> but I'll tell you, I'm I'm known as the vegan car. So anywhere oh, you drive where I live, yeah. it's, it's right there all the time. And you know, you put it in front of people. Put it in front of people. Put it in front of people. You know, my favorite, one of my favorite, well, many favorite memes, but one is the couple walking down the street talking about how they just hate how pushy vegans are. And the side panel is full of, you know, meat commercials. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're real that's pushy. It. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. The meat, the meat and dairy industry spends hundreds of millions every year yeah. on pushing their products. Yeah. So why shouldn't we push back? Because, I mean, yeah. we haven't got the money that they've got, have we? Yeah. Yeah. And just you, you don't know what's going to appeal to people. That's why in, in the guide, I put so much about, you know, animals. And we found just darling pictures of animals, you know, next to the yeah. salmon. There's a gorgeous salmon picture, <laughs> you know. Um, and, you know, and there's people who say, why do you why do you want to eat, you know, food that looks like meat? You know, well, I, I didn't stop eating it because I didn't like it. I mean, now nope. it's like, ugh, wouldn't think about it, putting it in my mouth. But, you know, I like the taste and the consistency of that stuff. But 
So I love all the pretend stuff. I just mm. found a new um, Almond Breeze Extra Creamy. It's like half Ooh. and half. Extra creamy. Is that yeah. good? That must be for coffee drinkers. Is that? Oh, I, I have a big glass with dinner now. Oh, really? I grew up with a big glass of milk with dinner, and I've tried okay. 8 million kinds of soy, nut, <laughs> almond milk, you know, and they're all fine for, you know, coffee and stuff like that. But to have a nice big glass of milk for dinner, mm, with this one. But, you know, I've tried. you got to try them. I tell people, yeah. buy whatever you do, and if you don't like it, give it to the dog. The dog will eat it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. They'll eat anything. Don't give it to the dog. And I have possums and raccoons here, so if I, I I'm not going to punish myself. Well, I paid five dollars. I should eat this. No, <laughs> you know, you don't need to suffer. There's just no suffering. No, no that's so, true. What, so, what do your friends and family think about all the stuff that you you do then, or when you when you're in vegan and stuff? Well, like I say, my my brother and sister-in-law live, you know, two and a half hours from me. And grow, you know, after we left our home, you know, at 18, we probably saw each other every five or six years anyway. So oh. we weren't like really close anyway. And mm. they actually, um, when I moved up in this area near them, because I wanted to live up in this part of the country, um, they told me they were vegan. And I said, wow, I didn't know. So, boy, I was just like so happy. So every about every Christmas or Thanksgiving for years, we would trade places and have these just, you know, 20 different things. You know, have, I don't know if you've been many vegan Thanksgiving dinners, but it's like piled up with goodies, you know, <laughs> or whatever Thanksgiving would be in the UK, maybe Christmas, you know. Yeah. Um, and um, so for years. And then one day my brother and I were sitting around. He says, I just don't know how we're ever going to give up eggs. And I said, what? So they've been lying to me for 17 years because yeah. they wanted, they're very, they're very committed to family yeah. and they didn't want to exclude me and they didn't want to have a fight. So they just pretended that for those holidays that they were vegan. Oh, wow. I was just wow. irate. I said, yeah. the most important thing in my life. And you've lied to me all these years. You know, mm -hmm. I, I probably never going to go to your house again. You know, I, it's just, I couldn't understand. I just wasn't willing to forgive them for that, you know? And um, then my landlord said he was going to sell my wonderful rented house that I just adore. And um, my brother called me about something and I said, oh, by the way, I'm going to have to move because, <clears throat> you know, I don't have the down payment. And the three days later, they called me up and said, they'd give me the down payment. So I wow. said, if it's out of guilt, I'll take it. <laughs> whatever, for whatever reason, you know. But, yeah, why not? So anyway, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm living in my dream house. And I've been paid to work at home for animal rights for 22 years. So it's, I'm living proof. Just find it. Just keep putting yourself out there. There's a lot of people getting paid. And it's just a really wonderful way to make a living. Mm. Just wonderful. But you have to be disciplined. I get up and start working at nine every morning. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Oh, and then, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. It's the, oh, the green. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, I had friend when I had my word processing service, I had friends and roommates who were jealous. 
and they tried to start their own businesses, but they'd sleep until noon. <laughs> they just, you got to be disciplined to do it, mm. you know, yeah. but it's just such a joy. I mean, I'm home with the kitties, you know, all day, you know, and yeah. I don't, you know, and I, I just can't even, I hate traffic because I've had to deal with it so little in my life. It's just, I just can't believe what people put themselves through twice a day to go to a job they hate. You know, it's just, don't do that. You know, just, <laughs> I put it out. I just sent everybody I knew letters and phone calls and faxes back in the day. Can you hire me? Can you hire me? Can you hire me? And um, the Christians asked me first. So I said, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> but the other thing I want to share too is it's so important. However much of your time you're spending directly on what you would call animal rights work, you have to vacate. You have to turn it off. Oh, that's a good point. And I never look at my computer after seven o'clock at night. Mm. Waterbed, Netflix, kitties. Yeah. That's my social life. <laughs> and <laughs> I know people who work 24 hours a day and what? You're not going to save them all. You're just not. Huh? And you need to be healthy and you need to mm. be, you need to represent being, you know, a healthy vegan. And if you're working yourself and you're really sick and you're depressed all the time, you know, and that's like with the videos, you need to watch what you can watch. And yes. people will tell you, you should watch them. No, you shouldn't, you know. It, it's some there's just there's just days occasionally where I go you know I'm gonna watch some <laughs> yeah. and I do um have you seen you know, well <clears throat> you probably haven't seen Dominion then either right no I know, I know about it but I haven't seen yeah no. um there's a trailer that's about four or five minutes oh yeah I've seen the trailer just like... powerful yeah. just yes. powerful. That's... That's why I haven't watched the film because I watched <laughs> the trailer. I just can't do it. It just yeah. wrecked, it no. just wrecked me. Oh. I just couldn't do it. I know, but I have. Uh, we used to post videos, and we don't do that anymore because there's too many, <laughs> you know. But you know, I'll, I'll read something, and it's just like, oh God, humans, you know, yes. what are humans we are the do? worst. This is just, you know, I I don't know, I. You know, I just see so much. Mm. It's just unbelievable. And that's why yes. vacate, really. That, Turn it off. Yes. You know, and I don't have a smartphone and I'm not going to get one. I'm hanging out as long as I can. Here's my phone. That's it. Remember those? Wow. Old school. <laughs> Oldie but goodie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I have too much input already. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I've never sent or read a text in my life. Wow, you know, I just I use email, online, and telephone, yeah. and um, I don't need more input. And just no, a few times I'm around people when they're texting, it's like, how exhausting! <laughs> this is, just must be exhausting. Oh, there's another thing I have to respond to. Oh, there's another thing. Oh, there's another thing. There's a I have my email set so it doesn't ding when I get an email. I turn that off. I oh, want to so you choose it. when you get I your email. I want to choose when I'm going to open it. Nice. Yeah. And so I'm 
you know, all this wonderful techie stuff, I think is just not helping the planet. Mm. We are yes. not communicating. Can I, come and, can I come and live with you? Sounds amazing. Say it again. Can I come and live with you? It sounds amazing. <laughs> well, just stop. stop. What, what time at night do you want to stop? Oh, yeah, I know. I know. I wish I could stop. It's so I, I just got you have you have to honest. I know you see these I, things, I, don't you? That were on, on well, you wouldn't obviously. Um, there's there's memes that go around around Facebook and the like saying, would you would you take a million million pounds to go and live in this log cabin in the woods with no Wi-Fi? Yes, I'll do it free. <laughs> don't give me money. Wouldn't even take a million no. pounds. Yeah, just. Let me go. Where's the keys? I don't. I've had people ask me, "How do you live without a phone?" Well, <laughs> I'm happy. Here I am. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm free. You know, I I just I, and people tell me like eventually I'll have no choice. But I said I I don't know. So far, so good. Mm. Yeah, and they're tracking us everywhere anyway. So <laughs> you know, it's not because of that because they you know I mean. You, you you look at something you might want to buy, and seconds later it's on your Facebook page. Mm, <laughs> you know? Yes. Oh, you're interested in this, so they they know everything we're doing. Yeah. You know? And uh, so it's just it's just horrific. Um, I think it's you know in some ways it's getting worse. Um, I think when people learn a lot of the realities about how animals are treated for food. It's, it's, it's like, you can't tell me what to do. Stop telling me what to do. Mm. I, I want to make my own choices. And the more people know, I think that there's still this huge backlash, huge, you know, just this huge, you know, more, the more, inf I, I don't know how to say it, but the more information people have, the more they dig their heels in. And and yes. a lot, like I say again, they don't know what to eat. They don't know how good it is. No, that's it. It's but it's because, like we were saying earlier on, you get conditioned to follow orders to yeah. have your meat, potatoes, vegetables. That's how you that's and just it's just so ingrained and that you know you have to it's a big step to suddenly say, right, I don't eat any of those things. So what the hell do I eat now? Yeah. <laughs> Where do I go? Yeah. So uh, a resource like yours is, is absolutely fantastic because yeah. it literally gives you so much information on mm -hmm. dishes to dishes to eat, foods to eat, and and where else to get support as well. Not just it's not just uh, recipes and it's not just animal abuse um, images and information. It's not just mm -hmm. a podcast directory. It's right. everything all in one. It's incredible. Yeah, I think I'm really proud of it. Mm, really yeah, you should be. But on that, yeah. um, on the page, when you go to that link, um, there's a picture of the little business cards. Mm. And there's a PDF. And people can take it to a printer and print your own cards. And then just oh, hand them just... out. Yeah. Oh, nice. I have thousands of them, but I don't think I want to mail them to you. No. <laughs> it costs $500 to mail 500 cards. <laughs> you know? but, on, no. but on that page, you, you just... Take them to the printer and, you know, everywhere you go, just oh. stick them up. But there's oh, still okay. bulletin like boards, believe it or not. I mean, you know, there are places where you can put up flyers and cards. And, mm. and uh, you know, I have my, the guy came to read my uh, electric meter one day. 
And um, he said, oh, I see all your bumper stickers. He said, I've been thinking about being vegan. I said, well, you came to the right house. And <laughs> so I took one of my cards and handed it to him. And he said, you're not going to believe this, but I just took one off the bulletin board down the street. Brilliant. Fantastic. So it's like. It works. You know. Brilliant. It doesn't happen all the time. But when stuff like that happens, it's like, oh, it's working. <laughs> yeah, that's it. One step at a time. That's fantastic. Yeah. One paw in front of the other is what I say. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I like that. So, yeah. so one of the questions that we regularly ask is around how things changed for you um, physically or mentally. And normally that's around when you first went vegan. But you've had so much experience over the years. I was just kind of wondering how things have changed for you over those years Um not just for you, but the, the changes that you've seen in, in the vegan movement. Well, like I say, for me, it was about the animals. And the best thing, if you want to, if you want to save animals, the best thing that you can do is stop eating them. So that's the first thing. So it's just, like I said, it was never an issue. I think one time I was like, wanted to go somewhere for lunch. It was like, I'm so hungry and there's nothing here I can eat. I said, oh, shut up. <laughs> you, know, you ate breakfast. You're not dying here. <laughs> you know? But it was never hard. What I've seen in the movement that I think is really sad is movement away from, because it started out as animal rights movement. Mm, yeah. And it's now become the vegan food movement. And I don't think most people who go vegan have any idea the depth and breadth of animal abuse they're just focusing in one area mm. and yes you know they're the person who starts a, a chain of vegan restaurants and then visits them with her fur coat <laughs> you, you mm. know um it's and the big groups there's no such thing as happy meat mm just you know and that's really sad to me that, that it's become so prevalent particularly uh, the larger groups that have all the money you know not all of them but so many of them that have so much backing um you know and the environmental groups who refuse to take this on just refuse and there's the one environmental group that i know in the u.s that promotes veganism um it says take your plate off extinction or take extinction off your plate mm. and it's the center for well, biological diversity but that's their vegan project and the fund for horses is the only there may be but the only horse protection group i know that they have advocate from your plate and they promote veganism but right. most of the horse people, all these people, I, I don't know if you know about the wild horse roundups in the United States, but they're just horrific. They're just thousands of these gorgeous creatures who've been wild. Well, they're in the way of the cattle ranchers. Oh. So thousands upon thousands of them, they're rounded up, they're chased by helicopters. It's just truly horrific. And all the people, all the groups who want to save the wild horses, they never mention the cattle ranchers. Wow. And, it, and it's it's funding. They don't want to upset their donors. Wow. And it's just really sad because mm. they're dancing with their foot nailed to the floor. You cannot save the wild yeah. horses 
you know, and not promote veganism. You know, it's just nuts. The same with the people who, you know, it's speciesism is between humans and other species. But I think there's almost some degree of speciesism within which animals you care about. So yes, very much so, save, yeah. Yeah, you want to save the whales while you're eating your tuna sandwich. Sure. Yes. You know, yeah. and it, it is. Speciesism and racism and sexism, they're all the same. Mm -hmm. Here, I'm bigger and better, and I can dominate you and do what I want. Yeah. And so all of those, it's just so easy to, you know, mm. when, it, it's like once you see the squirrel, it's like, oh, well, of course. <laughs> of course, it's obvious that they're all connected. They're all the same. And you know, that's why I tried to put in a guide a bunch of stuff, you know, all different areas, because I really need people to be vegan. The world needs people to be vegan. So I'm good. Like well, now. that's it. Yeah, that's it. We're running out of time, really, aren't we? And yeah. certainly our kids and their kids are going to um, come up against some real hardships that none of us have yep. faced in our lifetimes. Yeah. Yep. Somebody was talking the other day about how he said, my children will never see creeks full of tadpoles. Huh. Yes. I mean, just something simple like that, that I yeah. grew up with. I was born in 1946. I mean, I'm 76. Wow. And I've seen what, you know, clear cutting is just, this horrific, I'm, you know, it's like what five acres a second in Brazil. I mean, the, you know, just it's just brutal. And I I heard a great phrase of what like the huge drift nets they use for all, all the overfishing. Mm, they, yeah, they call it clear cutting the ocean floor, which is a very powerful statement. Yeah. And that's what they do. And people want to save the ocean, so they run around on the beach and pick up plastic. And then go have or have stories. a yes, or have a paper straw. Yeah, which is, yeah, paper straws. Know, yeah, just ridiculous. Yeah, and it's it's like all the talk about the climate crisis. All you know, oh well, this company's going to do this, and this company's going to do that, and you know, you know, the governor of this state is going to change this and this and this degree of so and so. What about all the factory farms, sir? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but there's you know. I, <clears throat> It just has to be, I don't know how to do it except one-on-one, -on -one. you know, the, mm. we just don't have the media, you know, we just don't have what we need and people just, you know, I, I don't know if you <clears throat> heard the jokes in the U.S. with <clears throat> the montages they'll do of this news, pro this news program brought to you by Pfizer, this news program brought to you by <laughs> Pfizer and so-and-so introduced by Pfizer, you know, and, um, same thing with Burger King and McDonald's. Yeah. There's so much money. And uh, it, it's, and you know, thank you so much for what you're doing. I, I don't know what you, how, do you know how many people are listening to you, finding you? Oh, millions. Millions, millions. is. Millions. <laughs> so glad. I'm so relieved. <laughs> Did you see the list on our site of all the vegan animal rights podcasts there are? Yeah. Do you know, I did. I knew there were quite a lot. But I didn't know yeah. there were that many. It's There's incredible. A lot. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. I have this fantasy. Maybe you guys could take it on. I'm not techie enough. What if every show we, we can find one week does nothing but circuses or one week 
does nothing except dairy. Oh, so that all the okay. podcasts at the same time mm. during one week, you know, I think it would be really great. Mm. God, you know? Yeah, that would be incredible, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> but a lot of the vegan ones are just about food and recipes and cooking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is fine if you know, but that's not why I'm here. We're we're not very much not recipes and cooking because <laughs> neither of us are neither of us are good cooks. <laughs> well, you can look in my book, oh, I'll tell you. Yeah, it's easy. Like this morning, I had a, a half a watermelon and an English muffin for breakfast. Why not? That's pretty good. Yeah. You know, yeah. Why not? Yeah, why not? And I'm our... so much good food out there; it's ridiculous. Yes, in our last episode, we spoke to a guy who's a. Uh, as he put it, a recovering fruitarian, and he would often have th- thirty bananas in a day, which, <laughs> which is that. a bit a bit too much for me. But yeah. um, you know, that's it's it's something that's not causing anybody or any animal any suffering. So, yeah. um, fair play. Yeah. But it's just just that's just a um, example of the wide wide range of options that there are for for that kind of stuff you know for for not eating animals um it's just um it's just so frustrating people just don't see it do they that's the thing for me it's just so frustrating yeah but you know it's like what did you i mean i knew i was eating dead animals but before but i it was like i call myself a speciesist carnivore at the time because there were parts of cows, pigs, and chickens I would eat. Not all the parts. You know, yeah. wouldn't eat cow tongue? No. Mm. Filet mignon? Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I never ate lamb or rabbits or deer or oysters or lobsters. You know, even before I was vegan, you, you put this creature on your plate and you take a pair of pliers and crack their home to eat them. And, you know, but meanwhile, I'm eating Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> you know, so species is carnivore. But yes, so much. I have. I want to share. There's. I. I felt. I don't think it's in the current one. I should add it. I saw something on Facebook, and I like. I say I don't like to cook. I mean, I just you know it doesn't interest me. But I saw this thing, and I thought, you know, I really do like cornbread. But that's like cooking. You know, you yeah. have to add this and add that and add that. So, but the recipe is you find a cornbread mix that's vegan or accidentally vegan. They just have no animals in it. And you take a can of cream corn and you put it in the blender till it's all smooth. And you mix the mix and the can of cream corn in a baking dish and throw it in the oven. Moist, delicious cornbread to die for. Oh, as simple as that. Yeah, yeah. That's I was very, and my vegan chef friends laughed at me until they tried it. They said, "This is really good." <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I live alone, so I had a whole giant thing of cornbread, and I would just eat a few pieces now and then, and it lasted a couple of weeks. You know, but you have to wow. find it's accident. There's there's all this great food that's accidentally vegan. Yeah, you know, you know, it's just they didn't happen to put any animals in it. <laughs> so. <laughs> So you just, but uh, you know, the other thing you need to watch out for is there's companies who've been vegan for years and all of a sudden they'll decide to add buttermilk. Yeah. Yes. Or yes. milk powder. 
or milk yes. casein, which nobody knows. You know, rennet yes. is what makes cheese creamy. And that's from a mm-hmm. lining of a calf's stomach. Yeah, yeah. You can say, I Protest, can't live without cheese, you know. So like, well, maybe, maybe you can after all, but I don't know. Thanks so much for doing this. No, and, uh, thank you. Thank you. It's our pleasure. Thank you for coming on. It's great. Yeah, yeah. We've, uh, we enjoy it. We have a different guest every week and it's uh, every episode, sorry. And it's, I mean, I've learned so much from just talking to other vegans because mm-hmm. one of the things that we found is that you don't often get to talk to vegans about being vegan. Normally, the only time you get to talk about being vegan is when you're with somebody who wants to keep eating dead animals. So right. it's actually right. just nice to be able to have a chat vegan to vegan. Yeah, Absolutely without yeah. any conflict so it's uh it's one it of the best fun. things for me anyway <laughs> yeah no me too i really love it i like doing these too because i do like i get that's to it. meet people from around the world how exciting yeah that's it exactly yeah. we've spoken to people all over the place yeah so um yeah it's great well please you know consider signing up for our newsletter just all cre- all dash creatures.org it's a great newsletter and um share share the guide what to eat when you don't eat animals absolutely just any any way you can share it please do because i know it i know it's effective mm. yeah okay right two more questions before we before we have to go Vida. Yeah. first one do you have a favorite vegan venue or restaurant is there one is there anything near you uh, well i'm no there's i'm an hour and a half north of seattle and there's tons of them in seattle but oh. I haven't been down there in like three years <laughs> and there's no vegan restaurants here. And oh. um, there's a few places that serve, you know, some great vegan meals, but I just do take out. One of the things I don't do ever is sit down with people eating dead animals. Yeah. So yeah. a restaurant that has a vegan option, I'll get it to go, but I won't yeah. sit there. You know, I just can't sit there and watch people eat it. It's, it's tough, isn't no. it? Mm. Yeah. And you know, it, it's it's a hard thing for a lot of people because they're very peer pressured. Mm. You know, they're they're very concerned and they want to keep their family and you know, you know, you want to go to Thanksgiving and you're with your family, then ask them to please not have the dead bird so we, they can be with you. What's yeah, what's more important? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's and it. it's a you know, when you take a stand for something and just commit to it it's just easier than waffling then you know sometimes you're this way and sometimes you're that it's just so much easier to be consistent with what you promised yourself yeah absolutely yeah so we um we started this question towards the middle of last year um, after finding out about dystopia um and living a vegan lifestyle in a harness world um so do you have any hope for the future i'd like to say i do but i really don't okay um it's just something that i don't know how how to get people to understand everything they do in their life can be positive and make a difference. Mm. 
And most people, they just don't believe that's possible. Or, oh, it's just me. So I it, I won't make that kind of difference. Yeah. So what's the difference? You know, I, I'm going to save what? You know, so many animals. Well, yeah, you're going to save so many animals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. And, you know, you're be a good, um, be a poster child for being a happy vegan. You yeah. know, just in your life. And um, don't take stuff, don't take crap from people. You know, and don't let them get away with it. You know, oh, come on, you can just have one bite. Do you understand how much I love animals? That's insulting that you keep asking me to do that. Absolutely. You know, and just be straight with people. And mm-hmm. you'll you'll probably lose some friends and maybe, you know, some of your family members won't want to hang around you anymore. But that's, a, you know, you, you choose things that are going to move life forward. That's my mm-hmm. opinion. You know, you always, and there's consequences to everything we do. And it's just like I say, it's so much easier to be consistent with what you know is important to you than to sell out because you know when you sell out yeah and you think you know you spend the next two hours going oh i should have said this i should that i should you know (laughs) beating yourself up that you know you didn't so you know as much as you can just be as straightforward and honest all the time and people appreciate it Mm -hmm. people appreciate authenticity because there's so much fakery now you don't know who to believe about anything. So when somebody's like really straightforward and honest, you know, I think people like it. Yeah. They can trust you. That's very you know, true. You don't look very one true. one way and, and talk another, you know. But yes, that's I, it. I think that's... my favorite, one of my favorite things about the guide is I'm looking at it. It's so colorful, you know. It's just so colorful, it's, um, you know. It's a... Uh... Well, thank you for joining us. Um, it's been um, it's been really great to to talk to you over the last uh, hour or so, and um, it's uh, it's I always find it really interesting to hear from our ancient vegans about how things used to be and compared to how they are now, because yeah. I think it's something that we're really conscious of is just how easy it is to be vegan at the minute mm-hmm. in comparison mm-hmm. to how it was sort of ten or more years ago when there was none of the products around. Right. That, that we have now so we are very lucky (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's definitely changed but i i call myself an animal rights vegan yeah and i and i encourage you to take that on that you know and this plant-based stuff is it's just such Mm. a sellout for the poor little creatures you know that's true that's true absolutely loving animals so much invaded it's been amazing thank you it's been really cool thank you yeah, yeah, any questions you have or anything you need, let me know. Will do. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. It's been a See pleasure. Okay, have a great bye. day. Bye. 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 That was amazing. That was, yeah, yeah it was just, yeah. It's, it's a minefield, isn't it? Mm. I'm, and like the one, some of the ones we've done recently, particularly particularly that one, that's like quite impactful. I think it's just yes, just massive eye openers for things. Yes, absolutely. And I, I I know I said it in the episode, but the 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 website is just an incredible resource. There's so much on there; it's just phenomenal. Yeah. I need to have a look at that. 
we'll have a look at that. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll put the link in the show notes and we'll uh, hopefully get some people over that way. That'll absolutely. be good. Absolutely. I need to stop saying absolutely, by the way. I can't. Can't stop. Can't absolutely. stop. <laughs> anyway, it's been a pleasure. Yes, uh, as always. Yeah. If anybody wants to get in touch, you can find us on all our social medias. Um, like us, share our stuff, get in touch. And um, yeah, if you want to come in, let us know. And if you do want, yeah. to, if you want to send us an email, what would they do? Oh, send it to howivegan.podcast at gmail.com. They'd like a pro. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, dude. Okay. We shall see you next time. Yeah. Cheers. Bye. Bye.